ended up getting shot at when I was 21 years old, which was the worst day of my life, actually. Um, but when I think back at it, what's really ironic about that is it was the best thing that ever happened to me. You and I would not be talking right now if that had not happened. Mm. You know, I would never have started the businesses if that had never happened, never written the books. So everything happens for a reason in the dark, shitty stuff that sometimes you don't recognise at the time. Bottom line is, I've done four years on benefits, I've been addicted to drugs twice, uh, you got to work really hard to get addicted twice. I delivered pizzas when I was 31 years old to keep the business afloat. And now, um, you know, I, I effectively I retired from Four Networking, still majority shareholder, the management team in there four years ago. And uh, my focus now is on changing the personal development game across the UK. Hi everybody, welcome to today's Coffee with Robert. I've got a really, really special guest with me uh, today, a guy called Brad Burton, who's the founder of Four Networking. I think Brad is the largest networking group now in the UK. Largest um, joined up network. Yeah, there you go. Joined up. There you go. Okay. Well, we met some 10 years ago um, and we were partnered up and we've just been reminding each other of that. Uh, some 10 years ago. It's been a long time, but um, Brad impressed me a lot back then. He's a, he's a really kind of stand up, get up and do it and don't don't kind of uh, look for excuses type of guy. And I really like that kind of attitude in life. Uh, he's the author of four books. I've got them listed down. Sorry, Brad, I've got the first one. Um, get off your ass. Get off your ass too. Life, business just got easier. And now what? And is regarded by a lot of people as Britain's number one motivational speaker as well. So that's it. I'm all talked out. I want to hear what Pat's <laughs> got to say about his backstory, what he's doing now, and where he's going to in the future. So with all of that out of the way, Brad, welcome, my friend. Over to you. Thank you, Robert. You got it. So I'm 46 now, and for 31 years of my life, I think it's fair to say I was uh, I achieved nothing. I achieved nothing. I had flashes of brilliance, but no consistency in my life. And in the last 14 years, I've managed to get consistency in my life. I think that's fundamentally the, the, the difference. Uh, born in 1973, my dad left when I was six months old. My mum brought me up um, you know, as a single parent. I moved 14 times from the age of eight to 14. Um, and I just wanted a place to belong. I just wanted a place to put roots down. Anyway, I uh, left school with no qualifications, bummed about, messed about, really. Uh, ended up getting shot at when I was 21 years old, which was... The worst day of my life, actually. Um, but when I think back at it, what's really uh, ironic about that is it was the best thing that ever happened to me. You and I would not be talking right now if that had not happened. Mm. You know, I would never have started the businesses if that had never happened, never written the books. So everything happens for a reason, even the dark, shitty stuff that sometimes you don't recognise at the time. Um, bottom line is, I've, I've done four years on benefits. I've been addicted to drugs twice. Uh, you got to work really hard to get addicted twice. I delivered pizzas when I was 31 years old to keep the business afloat. And now, um, you know, I, I effectively I retired from Four Networking, still majority shareholder, the management team in there four years ago. And uh, my focus now is on changing the personal development game across the UK. And I'm actually doing quite a good number at it. So when I started Four Networking off, I started back in uh, February the 16th, 2006. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'd looked at these other networks and in political terms, you kind of had the loony left of networking where nothing quite happens. You know, you're talking about the, the parking provision for Angel Place Shopping Centre. Mm -hmm. Just, just you know, not really happening there. It's like a, a, a school disco. Then you have the hardcore right. Where's your leads? Where's your referrals? You have to attend. You have to be... Where's the mainstream of networking? And I saw an opportunity back then uh, for networking to be done like new labour, if, if anything, which was to look at this kind of... Uh, fresh way of doing it, open shirt policy, um, 
I mean, we kind of made the, the establishment look old fashioned and funny, did it? You know, that was 13 years ago. And, uh, and everyone told me it'd never work. And actually, if you look at my track record up to that point, I can see why people thought that. Yeah, but, but, but you obviously got strong sort of internal belief in yourself. <laughs> Because um, other people listen to other people's opinions rather than their own. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yours. <clears throat> well, I think what happened is I, 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 I turned down the volume on other people and turned my own volume up. Mm. In that, you know, a teacher said to me, I never amount to anything. And up until, you know, 14 years ago, he was right. <laughs> but mm. we can all change. Change yeah. is difficult. But that's what I've done. And that's why I, I help with other people make changes to their lives. You know, we can all be a better version of ourselves. I'm living proof of that. I have no qualifications. Four years on benefits, yet I've written four books, yet I speak at the highest level in the UK. Mm. You know, next next um, uh, next Sunday, I'm speaking at opening the show at Newcastle Startup Week, then on the Monday, and then I'm speaking down in Portsmouth, then on the, the, the Tuesday, I'm opening the show at um, uh, XL, the business, the largest European, largest business show in Europe. So yeah. Somewhere along the way, I've managed to get myself in these positions, but I've got myself in these positions in the same way I got myself in those positions back in the day, whereas addicted to drugs or was unemployed. You know, I kind of got myself into every situation. I've got myself into some good ones. I've got myself into some bad ones. And more mm. recently, I've now managed to, to recognize what I need to do. One of the fundamental things here that I've got here, this is my band, Better Decisions Faster. This yeah. is what I stand for. Which fundamentally, your success or failure in your life, Robert, will be, be defined by your ability to make decisions. What more success? Make better decisions. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, th I think that they, one of the things that uh, I, I kind of, because I'm the same as you, I, I kind of study, I study success, I study people because I care right. about it. I do. Cool. And it's no, it's no accident. I, I don't think that if you, you gradually kind of morphed into where you are now. Because even before networking, it was all about helping people, really. Well, you know, if you look at my, my primary directive right now, um, it's to make a positive difference. Like, yeah. really, if I was like Robocop and you put USB cable in the head, it's to make a positive difference. And yeah. I think that probably comes from almost socialist values from being a kid in, yeah. in the work, working class Manchester. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, borrowing a cup of sugar off your neighbour, those days are finished. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? I love all that stuff, though, because I think I think the Internet's great in a lot of ways. Mm. But people have lost the ability to connect as people now. They're all in behind computer screens and people are losing their, their kind of ability to just have a conversation. In fact, they'll go as far as to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Isn't it incredible? Rob, Robert, this is interesting because my next venture that I'm on is doing just that. I'm creating virtual villages because I believe that that's where the future lies now. Yeah. You know, face to face. You can't beat it. But in lieu of that, the next best thing is face to face as we're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, it, for me, it still hasn't changed. People still buy people and you still have to get that connection. You still have to be able to look somebody in the eyes. You might not be able to shake their hand no, but no, look in the eyes and get a feel for who they are. And, and, and I think some of that's being lost. And, and it's also a convenient excuse for those that don't <laughs> want to step outside of their comfort zone. Yep. To actually have those conversations, you know, and that's so. and that's and that's the thing about the comfort zone. Outside of that, is the learning zone, and most people don't do that. If I think about me at forty-six, why did it take me till thirty-one year old to change my life? What went on there? I'll tell you yeah. what went on there. Uh, my boy was born, baby Ben, and for the first time in my life, it was no longer about me because if it was down to me, I'd sit there getting stoned at weekends. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's, it's now down to me, boy. I've got to make it count. So that's why it changed. And I think people need to find that within them, themselves or their lives, or accept that they can't be asked. 
accept that you really can't be asked. But there's no point in being wistful and thinking, oh, I'd like to be a millionaire or I'd like to do this, that, and the other. Do something about it or choose to accept yeah. that you're never going to do anything about it. Either yeah. way is good, but accept where you are. Find your level. Find your level. I couldn't agree more, mate. I, I, I could not agree more. I'm getting quite animated now because... I've all, I've always you know shouted as loud as I can that yep. as far as I'm concerned the cornerstone of all personal development yep. is taking responsibility. If you can't get past that first part, none of the rest of it matters. None of it. Uh, yeah, and you can't skip the steps. So until you no. accept that on the bottom stairs is acceptance that of, of your fallibility, of your mistakes. Look at me, like I say, as an individual. You know, yeah. I would not be much of a motivational business speaker if I didn't talk about addicted to drugs, didn't talk about getting shot at, didn't talk about delivering pizzas, didn't talk mm. about having a nervous breakdown, didn't talk about having a marriage breakdown. You know, all these things here, these mm. crucial key uh, things that are milestones in my life. Yeah. Um, I, I share them and most people don't share them. Most people just think it's them, that they're the ones going through self-doubt. They're the ones going through having yeah. no money. They're the ones going through a whinging partner. You know, yeah. and actually I'm the only one daft enough to share it. <laughs> yeah, but there's the magic because I think that, that that's where the disconnect is in most cases. Because, yeah, most of the people out there realise they've got faults and what they want to do is connect with somebody who's doing well that's got similar faults because <laughs> then they think they can get there too, don't they? But if they look that's for right. somebody that, that, that literally looks like they've never stepped in dog poo, ever, <laughs> or anything like it, you know, never tripped up on anything, then where's the connection? No, it's, it's, exactly. It just becomes unbelievable for them. So it's, it's um, yeah, it's interesting what you're doing and where you're going with all this and, and I can see the passion that you've got for it. Yeah, and it was also interest, interesting something that you said that um, earlier on when you were saying that, uh, uh -huh. you know, that your, your your motivation is kind of like to do this and to do that. And nowhere are you talking about the money angle. So, so let me explain and, something. Let me explain, let me explain something. Yeah. I, I'm in a financial position. Yeah. yeah. I've lived in council estates all my life, right? Up until last 15 years or whatever. I've turned my life around. I have every material thing that I want. Every material thing. I've got a full-size arcade machine in there. I've got a BMW i8 out there. You know, I've got everything. Would my life be better if I had a twice the, the size arcade machine, thing that I want? And, and if, if I could just maintain this for the rest of my life, I'm a happy, happy guy. And people are so convinced that they want to keep pushing and pushing yeah. and pushing. And then looking at this whole thing and then you go, why are you pushing? Yeah. What are you doing it for? Because I tell you, when, when, that, when that, that ambition and that drive starts to make you unhappy, yeah. you've just found your level. And that's yeah. what I've found. My ambition and my drive started causing me to be unhappy. So I've dialed it down and said, right, I'm happy there. Well, that's, I mean, brilliant. I mean, ultimately, though, the only thing that we can, we can do is be happy. That's all we've got, isn't it? And uh, yeah, and, 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 and the ego, everything you were talking about is ego driven anyway. And as a natural progression, as you move through life and you get a little bit older for most of Correct. us, we get a bit more spiritual, don't that's we? Stop. Starts to reconnect with who we really are and, and what we really want to do, what our true purpose actually is. And without getting all woo-woo, we do realise that an awful lot of people spend their entire blooming life yep. chasing stuff at the expense of their relationships, their health, right. their family, everything, to get where they already are. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I've got a mate of mine. Yeah. Uh, he's got a property, £8 million over in Mayfair. I went down to see him and he's got a £30 million um, construction company and he um, he took me down to his basement and he had it excavated and he's got a 40 foot cinema screen uh, in his basement and he had 40 chairs 
a popcorn machine, a, and, and, and a what have you. And I said to him, I said, you know what you need now, Steve? He said, what's that? I said, 38 fucking friends. You know, he ended up spending all this time. He's now going through divorce. Yeah. So would he have been better not plowing the energy and resource into a 40-seat cinema when actually mm. the reality is he could have kept with his television and maybe put some of that time and energy into his marriage? And yeah. actually, he's now got, he's now, they've got to sell it anyway. Yeah. So it's like the curse of being wealthy. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, uh, would I soon have more money than less? I'd soon have more. Am yeah. I prepared to work for more money? No. Yeah. That's, I'm categorically not. Exactly. I mean, example, your BMW i8, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nice car. Mm -hmm. But how long did it take you to get over the initial thrill of having that car and <laughs> regret it's just your car? I had it for eight, I've had it for eight days. So right. Oh, so you let me know if you. Well, what no, 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 but, no, is, will you ever get over the thrill of your son? Exactly. But the point, listen, the point I'm making is that I actually saved for that. I actually saved for that. I got myself in a financial position where actually it made it. It, it was. It was. It wasn't an easy decision for me to make. Let me put it that way, right? Yeah. I had to make a conscious decision. And I did eight, eight months of research before I bought it. The point I'm making on this whole thing here is material things. I'm not against material things. What no. I'm against material things is when they start costing more than the material things that costing mental health they start Absolutely. costing well-being they start yeah. costing uh you know being angry that is when it costs yeah. the cost is too much and yeah. actually that's a cost that i could afford to do with that yeah and also when you when when you're not i mean i get the sense that you bought that for yourself no problem with that at all of course <laughs> why not you but, you know but <laughs> when you're buying it when you're buying it to impress other people because of their opinions of you yeah. are more important to you than your own and that's a problem for some people isn't it well, you know, you know something. Um, I am 46 now. Getting in and out of a Dakar, right? Yeah. And there may be a time when I can't get in and out of a Dakar. So actually, yeah. this is about this like limited window for you to do what you're gonna do. Yeah. I started my business at 31 year old, 46 yeah. now, and actually 15 years of hardcore graft. And people who say, oh, they're gonna make, you know, make money while you sleep. I'm, I'm in a position where I make money whilst I sleep. Just as in, like, really, it took probably nine or ten years to get to that stage. Yeah. And actually, there's a myth out there that you can do it from day one. And actually, for the vast majority of people, there's not. And I think it's you need to understand that the road, if you know where you're going, it's going to be long and arduous. If you don't know where you're going, it's going to be yeah. long, arduous, and frustrating. Yeah. That's the reality of it. So yeah. actually, it's so it's so crucial that you understand where you're going. If I go back to why uh, or what, where I was mentally when I first started, this was about, like I say, buying flash cars and actually being ostentatious. For, for, and, 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 for, and actually, you're doing it for everyone else. You're not doing it for yourself. It's, it's weird. It's, it's it a weird mentality. Weird. It is weird, and I've been there myself, and, and right. to my cost. Good you know, for being oftentimes, for being yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes you extend yourself well beyond your means, really, <laughs> right. to make an impression. Right. And then it comes back and bites you in the derriere, doesn't it, later on? But, and you so, learn. Rob, here's the thing with me, right? I am jeans, trainers, and T-shirts. When yeah. I speak at the highest level, at the highest level in the UK, whether it's JCB, Bentley, yeah. Snap-on Tools, I wear jeans, trainers, and a T-shirt. Now, I was told that I needed to be Mr. Formal to get booked by corporates. Yeah. That's what people said to me. And actually, once again, it goes back down to listening to your internal voice. What yeah. I've done is I've done it my way. So while there's a thousand speakers who wear uh, suits, a three-piece suit and a pocket watch, yeah. been at Mount Kilimanjaro, yeah. there's only one that's daft enough to say, He's been shot at and then everything that's associated with it. Yeah. So what you've got to do is you've got to use your aces. An ace can be either a one or it can be an 11. I used to think that all my things that had gone wrong in my life were a one and I didn't share them. Now yeah. I go loud and proud. 
you know what, I got shot at. Yes, I've been addicted to drugs. All these kind of things, and actually yeah. use them as in, use them as unique selling points for oh, what I do. Totally, mate. I, I love you for it too, and I, I make no um, no secret of the fact that you know almost my entire life I've suffered with depression. And, right. you know, there, there are members of my family that do, you know, and, and thankfully it's not an issue for me anymore. Yeah, yeah, but by yeah. God, I mean, we all have our ups and downs, you know, we know something day about by day. But I am. I, wow. I, I, so, so I had depression. Right? I used to have what I call uh, three days a month, like a period almost. where yeah. I would not. I, it was dark and you could win money. You could win the lottery and it'd be like the root of all evil. Everything yeah. was I, I couldn't get out of bed. It was that bad. And then yeah. I actually wrote about this in. 2008 in Get Off Your Ass, the first one, that I started self-medicating. And that self-medication was action, doing stuff. I used to go to the post office every single day and send five letters, five letters a day to potential clients. I used to have to get dressed. I used to have to lick the stamp, put them on the envelopes, write the envelopes, and go to the post office. And that's what I did. Now, if you'd asked me back in 2008, am I a manic depressive? Mm. I said, yes. Mm. I've not been a manic depressive for years. So therefore, this... I believe was because of belief, as in belief in myself, and I felt tethered to my life. I felt tethered to yeah. my working class stuff. I never felt that like I could do anything or achieve anything. And actually now, I, I do not get depressed. Yeah. I, I used to get depressed all the way up until 31-year-old yeah. depressed. And I'd go to the doctors and get fluxity in Prozac. And now, yeah. I don't do that. So it's yeah. not changed. I changed. And this is the thing. Look, you know, people uh, look at what I've done here, right, and and... And if I think about my life, no qualifications, dad left with all these fucking reasons as to why I couldn't succeed. And I yeah. listen to those reasons. Mm. And this is what, you, you know, be the best you. Why mm. wait? And anyone who's listening to this, be the best you. Why wait? It sounds like a, uh, like a, a truism. But I'm being serious. You know, this is nothing because we end up blaming Brexit. The reason our business can't work is because of Brexit or because of trees are made. Bullshit. The reason your business isn't working is because of you. Because you can't, you need a one up your own ass, so you can't, you're not got the confidence to go out there and do something. And it's always the thing behind the thing behind the thing. When people mm. tell you what the problem is in the world, it's never that. It's always the thing behind the thing behind the thing. And I get down to that. That's what I do. And I have to do that with myself. I have to find out what was really going on, not the bullshit that I was telling myself. The reason I can't succeed is I'm a working class lad. Oh, my dad left me when I was six months old. Nothing to do with that. Yeah. No, it, 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 yeah, I call that the, the yeah, the law of relativity, I call that. And, and you're dead right, by the way. That's one of the single biggest um, reasons I see for, for people not doing as well as they could do is the fact that, you know, when you compare yourself to somebody else, what do you always do? You compare their good points to your poor ones. Oh, like that. Looking good, do you? And, and whereas when you only look at the best version of yourself and think, how can I be a better version of me? You're only ever, you know, I love that. And, and I feel exactly the same well, way. Yeah. You know, what, Robert, I, I think in, in some respects, I've almost got misguided self-belief. Mm. Right? I've almost got misguided self-belief. And actually people would think that, you know, that I'm crackers and every step of the way, they would probably right. But yeah. that, that misguided self-belief has got me to the point where at 12.20 today where we're talking, I don't have to call in. I don't have to. It, this is just like mind-blowing for me. Yeah. And, and, and this is why when people say to me, um, you know, well, you could do more. Well, you know, why don't you go and conquer America? Yeah. Because whilst there's a single person in the UK that doesn't know about me or my motivational speaking, then why am I going to America? I don't understand this insistence on following. You've got to do what's right for you. You've got to yeah. do what's right for you. Absolutely right. No, absolutely right. And I, I see a lot of... Um, Again, you know, a lot of unhappiness and, and it's it's kind of a conflict with core values. And it is so mm -hmm. important to, number one, figure out who you are and then live your truth. Like, live your life according to you. Because 
of course, we grow up with all our, you know, our parents' kind of right. mindsets yeah. and their belief systems, and we're actually living, we end up living somebody else's life in our skin, yeah. which doesn't figure, does it? And I think that's what changed for me. When I walk onto stage, I, I know, look at me, I'm, I do not look like an archetypal motivational speaker. I get it. Uh, and, and then rather than hide away from that, I know what I need to do. I need to wear a suit and I'll put the a shirt on so people can't see me tattoos. I don't, I walk on like this. And the first thing I say is, you know, <laughs> at a corporate gig, I come on, jeans, trainers, and t-shirt, everyone's going, oh my God. So the first thing I say, just to put your mind at ease, I am from Salford, Manchester, do have a shaved head, do have tattoos, but don't worry, I'm not a drug dealer. You always get an amazing laugh there. And then once that laugh subsides, they say, any more. You know, but we can all change. And then they go into it. So people get me wrong. And I say that halfway through. Look, show of hands, who actually thought this guy, what, who's this dickhead when I came on? And be honest, the hands go up. And I say, right, who still feels the same way after uh, I've, I've spoke? Be honest. Right. And actually, even if there's some hands up there, go, you know what? That's what life's about. You're not going to get on with everyone. Accept it. But as long as 80% of people like it, then that's okay. But what we end up doing is we end up trying to appease the 20%. And in doing that, we lose who we are. Yeah. So if I think yeah. about me as an individual now, you know, I, I, it's like two sides of the same coin. If I ask people who don't like me to describe me, they'd say, squarey, uh, uh, scruffy, uh, thug, um, you know, old fish, whatever. Right? <laughs> if I ask people that do like me, they'd say, uh, uh, you know, uh, generous. They would say kind. They would say inspirational. Two sides of the same coin. So the only yeah. way that I can it, it, it appease these people that don't like me, the only way is by getting rid of all the things that people who like me about it. And that's where people go wrong. And that yeah. is why the world ends up in this vanilla world because so many people are trying to appease. Just yeah. enjoy your life. Enjoy yeah. your life and be you. Definitely, definitely. No, I agree, I agree with you. I, I mean, it's it's good sense. And I think, as you know, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a lot of good, great things to be said for having the internet these days. But one of the one of the things that I would say is probably a negative now is is that that comparison thing is going on all the time. People are watching YouTube all the time. They listen to yep. people tell them they got to be this, they got to do that, they got to do it then. It. You know, yep. All this stuff, and they're losing their own identity. It's that thing of over analysis, which is mm -hmm. it's almost like climbing a ladder and looking down and freezing because you're scared. And you know what? The key to all of that is kind of what you do. As far as I, because I see you as an action taker, yeah, yeah. and I, I see that as a major part of your story with people. Um, of course, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's come on, get off your ass and take.